we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Not today. <laughs> what is up, everybody? It's your guy, the czar. We got a lot to unpack. Ravens ousted at their own home field. The Lions choke to the, to the Chiefs. Well, I'm not going to lie. If you wanted to choke, or if you needed to choke, it would be against one of the greatest quarterbacks we've had in a long time, Pat Mahomes. So, I mean, I, I'm going to give him an excuse, but sheesh, I tell you. Let's go ahead and pause that real quick. So, um, <clears throat> it's Monday. The internet is buzzing. Memes are being sent out. People are going into hiding. I mean, we, we need some accountability here. We need some accountability from some of these fans, some of these sports anchors. We need accountability. But let's get down to the crux of things real quick. Let's go ahead and, and review what happened. I mean, like... Let's go. Let, let's leave the the Ravens game for last. Let's unpack. That's a lot to unpack. But I want to get to the to the game. I I I, I thought that was going to come into fruition. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Detroit Lions. On paper, everyone said, "Hey, <clears throat> the uh, San Francisco 49ers are going to win." I looked at Detroit. I said, "Detroit. If Detroit plays like Detroit." They have a, a, a good chance of winning this game. And I thought, I'm not going to lie, I thought the game was over. It's down 17 points. Detroit was was given, they were giving the 49ers the business. They were giving 49ers the business. And I, I just don't know. Dan Campbell um, went for it too many times. I know I'm kind of late on everyone. You know, everyone's saying he went for it too many times. This, this, you have to play football and you got to use common sense. I'm the upstart Lions. We've never been here before. And you should have took the points. At least you went for it on fourth down. You were in field goal range twice. I would at least attempted one field goal. You know, if they attempt that field goal down there, I think on the 30 or whatever, well within field goal range, the Iuke pass never happens. And everybody's saying, oh, well, how do you know the Iuke pass never happens? I'm going to tell you why the Iuke pass never happens. Because if they make the field goal, which they probably would have, that'll reset the game. You don't have the 49ers going for this long, drawn-out bomb that bounces off, doink, the helmet of the Detroit Lion, which should have been an interception. And IU never catches the ball. That I don't believe in momentum, but it showed its face last night. Uh... And then you know, and and I looked at the uh, I looked at the comparison charts from the 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 amount of experience the Lions had versus the 49ers. The guy, and I think they showed it on TV. Three years, what three guys had experience and that in those kind of big games, and the 49ers had like 20 guys. So the Lions' lack of experience and coaching kind of bit them bit them in the behind. Dennis Green, what would you say? Or who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Thanks, Coach. And I think that <laughs> if I'm the head coach from the Detroit Lions and somebody asked me what happened, that's the response I would give them. The 49ers are who we thought they were. You know, um, but... Lions fans, you have no reason to hang your heads. Great season. Uh, I, I just all the up. If you guys can reduplicate this year, what you did this year, next year, it's not a flash in the pan. Because I've seen this before with teams that are historically bad. They go to the big game or they get close and they just fall off, and we don't hear from them again for twenty years. You know. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't happen. Good luck to the uh, to the future of the Detroit Lions and their staff. Keep that nucleus together. Add on parts. You have a good young team, and I, and and those linebackers, 
for Detroit, that is the first time I've ever seen CMC physically stopped. I mean, in the second half, he was he was moving and grooving, juking and mooking and all that. But those linebackers, they were coming up with bad intention to CMC. You know, so we already know one half of the Super Bowl matchup is going to be those bang, bang, Niner gang 49ers. I got a lot of 49er friends. <laughs> and I talked to them. They were, they were nervous. They were nervous. But, hey, we'll be right back with the second half. We're going to discuss the Baltimore meltdown. We'll be right back. We got to pay some bills. Hey, do you like free food? Well, I got a heck of a deal for you. Hey, download the McDonald's app and join the My McDonald's reward to get your free large fry with a minimum $1 purchase. That's right. Plus, when you join the My McDonald's Rewards, you start earning points on every eligible order. Points you can put towards more free food only at McDonald's. Welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Mahomes is a bad man. Lamar and them Ravens. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, we had to pay some bills. <laughs> and and the meaning of that song is that that's my new name, nickname for the, the Kansas City Chiefs, the bad boys. <laughs> Because they came, they came and got Lamar. They went up to Owens Mills, Maryland, wherever that place is at. And they went in there. They went into a violent, hostile, violent, hostile environment. You had Ray Lewis doing the the, the, the Ray Lewis dance. You had T-Sizzle coming out. You had the purple. You had the bad weather. You had, I mean, it was sold out. The only red we saw was the Chiefs on the field and Taylor Swift in the suites. <laughs> but man, what a performance by Patty Mahomes. You know, uh, and I, I'm a Denver fan, and I have to appreciate what he did was like. El- let me, let me, let me, let me wrap, wrap your wrap your 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 mind around what I'm about to say. What he did was like. Moreno-ish, Elway-ish, Montana-ish, Brady-ish. And that's what I've been complaining about, about these quarterbacks. I, I said we're in a mid-quarterback a mid quarterback era. Well, there, there's good quarterbacks, but there's no great quarterbacks. Well, we're looking at one right now. Like Ryan, like Ryan Clark said, there, there is no rival with Pat Mahomes. Lamar Jackson's not the rival of Pat Mahomes. Josh Allen is not the the rival of Pat Mahomes. The closest rival retired a couple years ago, a year ago, that was Tom Brady. That's the closest thing. And and I've been saying, we don't have any legendary quarterbacks. Oh, oh. What he did yesterday was legendary. I mean legendary. I'm an Elway fan, and I'm like... Ooh, this looks something like Elway. This looks like an old-school quarterback where he just controls the game, manipulates the coverage. If you don't think uh, if you don't think Pat Mahomes is good, that's on you. I'm sorry. And all you fans talking about, oh, the Ravens, the refs, and this and that, I got something for you. You are fake news. That's what I – say it again. You are fake news. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. But, I mean – what Pat Mahomes did was was surgical, magical, hocus pocus. You know, I'm glad I got his rookie card from Texas Tech. Woo-hoo, I tell you. But um, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. They go up to a hostile environment, and, and they physically beat on the bully. The whole season, the Baltimore Ravens had this number one seed in their eye, and they got it. They're wearing the crown. The kings of the north. If you want to go to the Super Bowl, you got to go to the north where it's cold. It's nasty. 
And that's what they did. I always looked at the Chiefs not as a power team, but as like a finesse team. But they changed. They showed me they were able to run it down people's throats. Pacheco running like he's 15 out there, like 17 years old, fresh legs and all. And, and, and what the magic behind this, this run that the Chiefs are making, they're doing without Tyreek Hill. I've, I've always said the Chiefs are going to show us what kind of team they are when they don't have a Tyreek Hill, they don't have that number one wide receiver. They don't have that, that, that atomic bomb flying down the field or that jet that nine going straight down the field, you know, threatening those defensive backs. The Chiefs methodically, I repeat, that's the word of the day. No, 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 no. The word of the day is matriculate. Like the great hamstrand said, would say, we're going to make, we're going to matriculate the ball down the field, man. Matriculate the ball down the field. And that's what they did. They stayed ahead of Baltimore when it comes to play call. And also Baltimore, I think, was outcoached. Because Kansas City would run. And there were a few times where the Chiefs were like, you know what, we're not going to test it anymore. It's third and short. There's no running up the middle on Baltimore when they're coming. It, it's violent in there. So what did they do? The Chiefs kind of spread them out a little bit, a little two-yard screen, a little flip pass to, you know, Kelsey for two, three yards. It kind of softened up that blitz. So, and, and another thing, Kelsey, I was watching him on Hamilton. Hamilton is all-pro great. Draft pick his second year out of Notre Dame, and you get all pro. If he stays healthy, that guy is going to be uh, on the all pro list for a long time. I'm not saying he's all the famer or nothing like that, but if he keeps playing like this, Hall of Famer. But who knows? It's too early to tell. Um, Kelsey was given the Ravens the business. And what I mean physically, I saw him blocking Hamilton. I saw him blocking Patrick McQueen. I saw him uh, blocking the other middle linebacker. Uh, was it Roquan Smith? I mean, he was physically getting into them boys. All right? And, and another thing that bit, before I get to Lamar, I'm not going to trash Lamar too bad. Another thing that I, I saw in the game, the emotions and the energy of the Baltimore Ravens were wrong. All wrong. I've never seen the Baltimore Ravens out of control like that. We had Zay Flowers taunting guys. You catch a ball, man. Do your little dance. Get back to the huddle. You got to stand over the guy, spin the ball and all that. Nah, man. I haven't seen that out of Zay Flowers the whole year. And you pick the biggest, one of the biggest games outside of the Super Bowl to act like you've never been there before. Come on, man. When I look at Zay Flowers, Boston College, this guy looks... He's looking like and he's acting like a professional on and off the field. That's what I expect. But the rookie came out of him. It was like you playing in Pop Warner or high school again, man. You know? So, uh, I mean, it, it was a shame. Now, for all you people that say, oh, Lamar, uh, you know, Lamar will be back next year and all that. I, I get it. You want to support the guy. I support him too. I want Lamar to be great. With all you people that are saying there's this is clip online uh, on TikTok and, and, and Instagram where all the evaluators from the NFL and you know they get their thoughts. Oh, Lamar, he should be a running back. He should be this. He should be that. <clears throat> there and you know the meme turned backwards. Like we're celebrating Lamar now. Look at you. Look at you. You guys, you're at the bottom. Well, the tables have turned. The tables have turned, and this is what the game that we saw last night. I it's too late for Lamar to change positions. I don't. I don't. I don't even want him to change positions. But this is this is funny the way the world turns. The ball was there was an offensive play where the ball was batted up in the air, and then Lamar catches the ball. Did you see the Jets about to turn on? I mean, if the guy doesn't get him, Lamar's gone. And you guys are tripping because people wanted to see Lamar play another, another position than quarterback. He's electrifying. He's dynamic. The arm still needs work, this and that. 
But that guy has elite speed. You don't need elite speed at the quarterback. You need elite speed at other positions to change the game. You know, I I, I don't know. So some of you, some of you, some of you naysayers and all of that and, 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 and talking backwards. Run! Go! Get to the chopper! That's what you need to do. Get to the damn chopper and take the hell off. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, we all want to see a good black quarterback, this and that. But when the, the test came out, his, his evaluation, it said athlete. It said athlete. When you look at Pat Mahomes, his test said quarterback. What, what were we doing? I don't get it. But uh, it was looking very shaky. And here's the crazy part. Um, the Todd Munkin offense had Lamar back there. And I think I think that offense has some second guessing because KC had the number, I think, top five passing defense. And we saw it. They were on those guys like glue. Those skilled guys, they were on them. With that kind of coverage, you have to be accurate and on point. Sometimes they would mix it up with zone. Lamar was, I don't know what he was thinking. Like, he should have took off. Really, if, if you ask me, and I know you're not going to ask me. I'm not like John Madden or nothing like that. But if you ask me, the uh, the offense that they ran last year, I got, I'm sorry, I got people calling me and stuff. Let me cut my phone off. I'm sorry. The offense that they ran last year would have been perfect for the uh, KC defense, to, you know, to take advantage. Because you got Isaiah Likely, you got Mark Andrews back, you run 13 personnel, that's with two tights, and you got Zay Flowers. Forget Odell Beckham, forget the other wide receiver. You have Zay Flowers. Two tight ends, use the RPO with the running back, and you stress KC. You did, you did not stress KC enough. And this is the first time I've seen Lamar. Like, like the, Lamar was backpedaling 10 yards. There was nobody open. Nobody open. And for everybody saying, you know, that first drive, that second drive when he dropped a dime, no. That was blown coverage. We had, I think Zay Flowers was on, a, um, I think it was a linebacker or a DB that was on him. But that's what happens with Lamar. You have to stay your keys. You have to stay in your territory. You have to read it. You can't come up. And that's what happened. Zay Flowers got loose in the wash. Got, got by his man for about three or four yards. And that was it. Zay Flowers is very quick. So, um, and that, that, was a good, that was a good pass by Lamar. But come on. I didn't expect the Ravens to do that every time. I said, that was a blown, that's blown coverage. That's too long. He's not going to have that long the rest of the game. Steve Spagnola, which I think if the if the if the Kansas City Chiefs win this Super Bowl, I'm putting Spags in the Hall of Fame. I am. I'm putting Spags in the Hall of Fame as a defensive coordinator. I don't even know if they have a position like that because Spags not only took down an undefeated. Tom Brady team when they had the highest scoring offense in the league, I think that year with Randy Moss, he, he caused problems for them, for Tom Brady and the Patriots. And look what he's done now. And I told everyone, I said, look, the, the key to Lamar is this. You have to slow play Lamar. And, and for the people that don't know what I'm talking about for the football people, the football talking heads, know what I'm talking about. You've played the game. If you studied the game, you can sometimes it doesn't help you to run as fast as Lamar. Lamar's like a gazelle or a rabbit. You ever seen Rocky when he was chasing around the chickens and the rabbits? You don't get the rabbit or the chicken like that. You have to box them in. And that's what the Chiefs did. They brought the they brought a little pressure. As soon as Lamar slid to the left, slid to the right, the pressure closed them in and they got him. There's a couple of times where they, they were overly aggressive. They hit him. They went flying over his shoulder, flying off of him. Just like uh, just like a just like in the animal kingdom. When you have this uh gazelle, you have these jackals. The jackals are just running after this gazelle and they're flying at him and they're getting juked. 
they're flying off of the shoulders of the gazelle. But then when the gazelle runs to the edge, when he runs out of room, and he runs, he runs, there's water. You got the alligators in the water. And the gazelle turns around and tries to make more moves. Those jackals are waiting on them. That's what the KC Chiefs did last night to the Baltimore Ravens. They boxed them in. They got their hands on them and, and brought them down. You know, but as far as the game plan, if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I'm using the game plan. For, I know they got a different coordinator, but that the RPO game was there. You should have stressed KC at all three levels. And, and I think we had a di different outcome. I think you could have ran on KC the whole day. But KC was flying. Those defensive backs and linebackers, they were flying up also with bad intention. I don't have the stats on it right now because I'm, I'm not in my home office, but uh, they were flying up with bad intention. I saw a play. There was a the play with Gus Edwards. I think it was a toss or read option or whatever. He went off tackle, and the defensive back came up and just popped him. We're talking about face mask in the chest, in the upper area. Gus Edwards' head snapped back, and he looked, and, and the defensive back was around his legs. And then the, and the cavalry came to finish him off. That was good football right there. That was good football. But besides, back to the um, back to the the Baltimore Ravens being not the Baltimore Ravens. You had penalties. You just had a a bunch of uncharacteristic uncharacteristic. I can't talk right now. Stuff happened on Baltimore side, just like Roquan Smith when he hit the offensive tackle, the offensive guard. Now I ain't gonna lie. When I, I'm 46 years old, I'm from the old school, the coaches used to teach us that if the offensive lineman moves, you run through him point blank. They can't throw a penalty on you. But see, this guy didn't move. He was just standing there in his stance. Rokon Smith unloaded on him, penalty. So if you're trying to reset the clock like I think he was, like you think he was doing, just run up to him and nudge him and touch him. You know, touch him just enough so he won't start to play so it's not a free play. You know, so um, I, I don't feel sorry for Ravens or Flock Nation. I really don't feel sorry for it because you guys were thinking it's sweet when it wasn't sweet. It really wasn't. You got to respect KC and what they have over there, and they don't have a lot of weapons. Andy Reid, the guy's a genius. Guys, a genius. So, hey, we'll be right back. We're going to take a break. We got some more bills to pay. We're going to be on the back half of the show. Stick around. Like I said, Raven fans, if you think, if you really think Lamar is that guy, you are fake news. No, he's not that guy. Not yet. He has some developing to do. We'll be right back. Hey, Jack fans, do you want to make your game day ticket experience just a little bit better? Download the official Jaguar app. You can get breaking news, access to tickets, exclusive content, and much, much more at your fingertips. The official Jaguar app. Hey, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. We got the final installment of the Wire podcast for this week. Congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers. And congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sure it'll be a great game. Stick around next week for my picks. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play a little interview that we had uh, a special young man stop in, a local guy uh, that, you know, went off to college and did some things, man. His name is Devon Matthews, a.k.a. Monster, like I said, from Duval County. Uh, stick around for the interview. I think it's something you'll like. Hey, I appreciate the support. See you next week. We talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. What is going on, everybody? It's your guy, the Czar, the Wire Podcast. We got a special, special interview. We got Jacksonville's own Lamar Matthews in the house. We'll be right back. Got to pay some bills. We'll just bring them on the air. We'll have to What's going on, everybody? Hey, thanks for holding. It's your guy, Azar, 
Back with the Wire Podcast. It's our fifth episode, and we got my guy Monster, aka Devon Matthews, in the house. Yes, sir. You know, so hey, man, thanks for stopping into the studio, bro, and uh, and, and bless me with your time, first of all. I know time's important. Absolutely. You know. So, uh, first of all, tell me where you're from. I'm actually from here, born and raised Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County. Duval in the house, Duval man. County. Duval in the house. That's what's up. I'm from VA, man. I've been hearing a lot of things about the athletes coming yeah. out of Duval. Yeah. Everything from Lavernius Coles, a lot of guys in the league and stuff like that, man. Mm-hmm. So, Jacksonville, I thought VA was a hotbed. Jacksonville is a hot, hotbed. Even the state of Florida is a hotbed as Most far definitely. as athletes coming out and making it to the pro level and doing good things on the collegiate level as well. So we're going to get down to this interview real quick, man. Um, you went to Indiana University, and you played uh, DB, am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I saw your highlight tape. Yeah. I was jealous. I said, man, I wish monster. I could move and hit like that. Yeah, they call him monster. <laughs> they call him monster. And uh, tell me about your experience at Indiana University. What made you go there? Because a lot of kids from Florida don't really leak up north like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a pipeline to West Virginia with yeah. a lot of down south Miami kids go up there, but mm-hmm. you get you guys don't really go up there in Indiana and Michigan and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so to yeah. kind of tell me what made your, your decision and everything to, like that. See, for me, it was kind of different for me because it was like I was a late bloomer, really. I didn't get all my scholarships and stuff to like after my junior year of high school, so I was getting going until my senior year. So actually, Indiana offered me like, in November during that time my senior year so it was towards the end of my senior year mm-hmm. so it really made me choose Indiana it was just just to be different I just wanted to be different go somewhere different I knew that they had something big coming up for him and stuff like that he changing the culture and stuff like that I talked to coach Allen you know he's he's a big he's a big recruiter up there he, he well he was the head coach at the time okay. he actually just uh, went to Penn State he actually just got hired to Penn oh, State oh that's what's up but yeah but yeah he he uh brought me in open arms felt like a family it just felt like family and of course like my family my, my, my real family actually from Indiana like my mom side they from Indiana so I kind of got a pipeline that way and also my uncle he stayed up there as well so you know he came to the games and stuff like that but it was just to be different you know just try something new and I know I, I could have really played anywhere in my heart really but I just felt like that was would that be a good change for me so I I felt like it was real good experience for me. Real okay. good experience. So you had a you had a uh, you had a, a support system up there as well. Absolutely, yes, sir. Okay, that's very important as far Absolutely. as you get homesick sometimes from Florida. You get homesick. You got people yeah. you kind of lean on. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, and and I want to kind of ambush him real quick yeah. because he doesn't remember me. It's, it's, I'm not gonna tell you how we <laughs> met. We kind of bumped heads, bumped into each other, and I uh, I had a co-host named uh, JT couple years ago when we had a show called Sports Talk Live from the Bench. And we interviewed this young man at the landing. And I just like, it's a small world, man, because like I said, I remember you because I didn't didn't remember too many kids getting a full scholarship and you was going to Indiana. Mm -hmm. I remember you as a a 12th grader, man. We brought you on the show, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's a small world, man. You know, um, so tell me about um, what Tell me about college life, man, in Indiana man. versus down south, man. You nah, nah, that, nah, that. Culture. <laughs> Culture different, isn't it? Very different. Very different. See, where I'm from, you know, we got parties and stuff. When it comes to the race situation, you know, black and white, stuff like that. But that was that was a big difference for me. So when I went up there, it was a whole new culture change for me. And, of course, the weather as well, that was cold. different. Yeah, very cold. But you know me, I'm a dog, so I was used to it. Yeah. I, I get used to it. Give me a week and I'll be good. But in for, as far as the whole experience, I felt like it, it was a really good experience for me. Like, Indiana wasn't really like a big, like party school like no big outgoing school like everybody was mostly chill and stuff like that so really like the football player all of us we mostly just stayed stayed together most of the time we was in our dorms apartments or whatever just hanging out really so i say the experience is real good you know of course we went out of course after wins and stuff like that we go to yeah. the clubs and stuff like that but other than that we was really all we, was, we usually always together so it was, a, it, was, it was a close-knit Family. Yeah, yeah, and the thing about Indiana University, it was a town, just a college town. So that's really all we had was the college there. Oh, word. Okay, yeah, so the community was behind you and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like like the biggest city, like Indianapolis, that was what forty five minutes away, and people oh, ain't, ain't usually want to drive forty five hours, so we yeah. just stayed there. So hey, that's, that's what's good, up, man. Yeah. So you, I, I'm 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 thinking 
the culture, Indiana versus a Michigan or Ohio State. Ooh. It's probably a lot because it's a bigger a, city, a, a bigger town, difference. bigger campus. A yeah. huge difference. You can even tell about the uh, stadium capacity. Yeah. Ours, we only feel like, what, it was 65,000 compared to 120,000 at Penn State, Ohio State, 120, 110,000. So it was a huge difference. Okay. So – uh, give me uh, some 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 info on like you know you play you went to Indiana yeah I know you played against Ohio State you in the mm-hmm. Big Ten yes sir. you had to play the powerhouse Indiana yeah. uh, I'm sorry Michigan Michigan State all those guys could you tell the difference in athlete because uh, you played DB and mm-hmm. you got some speedy wide receivers I yeah. know that you put put some licks mm-hmm. on yes you sir know, could you tell the difference in talent like from D one AA or sub the sub, you know, like the let's say FAMU, yeah, or you know, the smaller yeah. schools versus the bigger schools. Could you yeah. see the difference in athletes? uh when it comes to those type of when it comes to those type of questions? I really don't know because I I can't really tell because I never really played against like the D twos of course. But you yeah. know, those state they still got dogs at oh yeah schools. yeah yeah they got so dogs. There you you could bring up any of those guys from like FAMU. You bring them on to another uh, school like what Ohio State, Michigan. They get opportunity. They might shine. Yeah. You just never know. So when it comes when it comes to stuff like that, I feel like it's all the same. At the end of the day, it's football. Yeah. At the okay. end of the day, so whatever conference you playing, it's it's gonna be hard nose football every time you step on the field. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. Man, because I'm, I'm 46. I play ball, and I, I like the way the transfer portal is going mm-hmm. now. Because, like back when I was playing, if you was labeled, <laughs> if you was labeled. Division one, you, yeah. you 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 was kind of stuck there. Yeah, you know. But kids, like if you make a mistake, <laughs> like let's say if you don't get recruited, let's say you go to FAMU or you mm-hmm. go to a smaller school, you got the chance to move up and get that full ride and get the you know get the experience of a major D one school. Absolutely. Versus like when I was playing, if you if you were stuck at the D two, they would yeah you, would, you yeah you, you just done. yeah they would they didn't believe you man. Yeah, so you yeah yeah okay that's what's up man. So um give me a time. Uh, a memory that you remember that that kind of sticks out at the University of Indiana would be football Shoot, party easy, life or situation. That's an easy one. Shoot, what the twenty the COVID year, mm-hmm. our COVID year, that was that was probably the best time I had there. You, of course, because of course we was winning during that time. So yeah, I feel like COVID year was my 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 favorite part of Indiana. Really, we was winning games. We had so much fun. You know, we had a bond during that time because COVID we couldn't go out, so we was always together. So I feel like during that time, I feel like that's what we bonded quickly the most and stuff like that. Why we we felt real comfortable, felt like a family really, because it was always together. We did workouts together. We went to coach house doing workouts there and stuff like so that. Was a coach's house? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we. So going, you had a yeah. good coach that invited you. He, Absolutely. He in his staff still get that work in while people at home sleep and stuff like that. Still trying to figure out what they wanted to do. We were still getting that work in. And I feel like during that year, that's when we had our breakout year, and that's actually when I had my breakout year as well. So I feel like 2021. That, that was my that was my breakout year for sure. And then of course another memory I had was against Michigan. I got the game with an interception. Coach, what? Yeah, Coach Allen had jumped on me. <laughs> I had on full pads and a helmet. So when he jumped up, I think his forehead hit my helmet. So during his interview, he had a big old gash on his head. That was crazy. Mornings can't come fast enough. We got two teams: Team Crack of Dawn or Team Sleep. Make it a good morning with the breakfast at McDonald's sausage, McMuffin, sausage biscuits, sausage burrito, and hash brown, all available on the one, two, three dollar menu, only at McDonald's. So, with our guy, Devon Matthews, aka Monster, Mr. Indiana Football. Absolutely. So, we're going to get into some uh, some some NFL talk. Um, I'm going to let him explain it. Uh, from what I know, what you told me in our pre-interview... Um, well, first of all, I was reading that you were the MVP of the team. Yes, sir. Team MVP. 2021, yeah. yes, sir. Congratulations yes, on that, sir. bro. Congratulations on that. 2021 team MVP. That's a lot. I appreciate that. Um, you're more than welcome, man. Um, so you told me in our pre-interview that basically you were uh, you were in the draft. Mm-hmm. Some things happened. And then you signed a uh, free agent contract with, with my Denver Broncos. Yep. That's what got me intrigued right yep. there. So can kind of explain how that went down and stuff like that, man. All right, so basically, shoot, it's crazy because we round this time again, just like that, doing the NFL draft process. It's crazy. That's, it's, it's really a memory. That's crazy. I can't even really. Well, so 
Of course, I did the uh, NFL process. You know, I did. I went to the little tropical bowl in uh, Orlando. Had shoot, I was a uh, senior bowl yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. So shoot, I actually won a uh, defensive MVP of, of that of the tropical bowl I went to. That was in Orlando. What? Yeah, I called a pick. Uh huh. Yes, sir. So, but when it came down, I had talked to different. I had talked to around like twenty NFL teams during my time. Uh, so when it came down to the draft, uh, during last year, uh, I actually got picked up. I actually got picked up during the draft uh, by the Denver Broncos undrafted free agency because I was a high priority free agent. So uh, once I got down there, you know, they we did our physicals and stuff like that. Then come to find out, unfortunately, they I, they wasn't able to sign me because of an injury that I had developed during my time in Indiana. Gotcha. Uh, they said I was uh, diagnosed with spinal stenosis, basically tightening in my spine. So okay. that's yeah. So that's kind of dangerous when it comes to playing football because you just never know it could be that yeah. last play. So as of right now, I'm I'm really just in a bind. I really got to find out. I got I actually got to find out. Go to um a specialist to figure out what's actually going on with my spine. Yeah, get a second opinion, third opinion on it, just to see where I'm at. But right now, I'm just on hold right now, finding okay. some work and stuff like that. So let me ask you this question. So. Is the NFL dream over? Uh, as of right now, I did have to hang it up yeah. due to the injury because you know it's the it's the spinal. It's like my nerves yeah, and stuff like that. that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah re it's, it's real bad. So that's why I say I got to go talk to a specialist, get a deeper look at it and stuff like that. So right now it is on hold. Yes, sir. Respect, respect. You got to watch out for yeah, health. absolutely. Health definitely more important for sure. I'm gonna ask you this: um, when you found out the Denver Broncos and a bunch of other teams were interested in you. Mm -hmm. Like, was it? I knew you. You was excited. Yeah, man, it was a dream come true. It's like this is what we work for. This yeah. is what I work for twenty blood, years. This is blood, literally, literally blood, sweat, and tears. When I say literally, that's crazy. It, it ain't just a saying. Yeah. It's what really happened? Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm telling. So I'm gonna get into the. You don't gotta tell us, but we get into the like. I always. I don't ask. I don't pocket watch. Yeah. But when I, I've had a couple guys tell me what their contracts were, yeah. like was the comp like let's say if everything played out yeah. and you signed, yeah, did they make you an offer to sign or they just basically wanted to bring you in as undrafted? Like oh shoot, I, I well actually I was a high priority free agent, so they brought me in ready to come on. Let's just get to yeah, it. Yeah, let's get to it. So my contract, I can't remember the actual numbers, but I know it was shoot. It's on hey, what, it's online it? anyway. Was it a mill? Was it one? Uh, the full contract was was about two something. It was two point something. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. For, for four years, for man. four years. But it was a yeah. but it was a guaranteed like sixty. It was guaranteed sixty. So okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. damn, that's like the lotto, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> so yeah, I, hey man, I appreciate you yeah. for being candid with us on on that particular high and stuff like that, man. Respect. So, what would you tell? What advice would you give to the kids now? Because Versus when you were going to school, mm -hmm. the, the transfer portal opened up when you were in the middle of your career, I think. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like, it's bananas. Yeah, it's crazy. So what would you tell these kids <laughs> that's being recruited by uh, colleges and stuff like that? What, what advice would you give them? So the advice I was going to go to where your heart take you. That's really it. Don't, don't go off what other people got in mind because everybody, everybody not you. They're yeah. not, they not going through what you're going through. They're not on the field like you on the field. They're not making the plays that you're making on the field. They're not doing all the hard work. So go where your heart tell you to go, like what, where you want it. Go go to where you well, basically where you need it. I can't really say where you need it because it's kind of like college don't really need anybody. They're going to find somebody. You feel me? They're going to find somebody regardless if, yeah. you, if you pick them or not. So go where your heart take you. So it's like because at the end of the day, like I said, it's football. Like in the beginning, it's football. So wherever you go, you're going to have to compete regardless. Yeah. No matter if you fourth on the depth chart, first on the depth chart, you still got to compete. Someone always no to take your position. Exactly. So yeah. just, just basically, just go where your heart at. Just go where you feel comfortable. Okay. Go where you feel comfortable and where they have a real family based at. Where they going to take care of you. Well, you know what? That's, that's, that's what I was thinking because um, the smaller school, I'm not saying Indiana's a smaller school, yeah. but it's not. Michigan, it ain't Florida State. Exactly. Because those guys got, got that, that's that those kind of schools. You got to watch the depth chart because mm -hmm. you know if you play safety, mm -hmm. and you know I'm not saying your job is solidified, yeah. but you know if they got this five star freshman coming in, mm -hmm. why did you recruit this five star freshman? I'm only a sophomore. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Versus Indiana, like okay, we already got DJ here. There's mm -hmm. no need to recruit another safety until 
two or three years, mm-hmm. etc. Exactly. So okay, which they, which they gonna recruit regardless. Yeah, they no, gonna no matter regardless. what. They yeah. gonna cause you just never know. That's another thing about football. It's a never know because somebody can get hurt. It may be your turn. Even if you fourth on the depth chart, all three people in front of you could get hurt on some crazy stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's it's your turn. It's what you do with your opportunity when you get it. Okay. At the end of the day, it's what you do with your opportunity. Because everybody going to get the opportunity, no yeah. matter where you go. If you fourth, fifth, on, even if you a walk-on, they're going to give you a shot. It's what you do with that shot. Did you think about transferring at all? Uh, To be honest, me, I'm kind of a loyal person. So, okay. me, I actually didn't think about transferring. I didn't think about. Of course, of course, you know you you talk to your team and you know. Get, get, yeah, they trying to yeah, get your head. I'm going. You know, you know, we me? we just playing and stuff yeah. like that, laughing and stuff. Of course, we had thoughts and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I kind of I, I knew what my heart was at, and I felt like it was no need for me to transfer because I had really had everything that I needed. Okay, let me play devil's advocate real quick. Mm-hmm. You you're a little bit older player when the transfer portal opened yeah. up and stuff like that. If you had, I know you said you're loyal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if you give me the same answer, I respect that. <laughs> Let's say if you had two more years left, yeah. and let's say one of the big schools came calling with an NIL, deal, yeah, would you go? Ooh, nowadays, uh, that that's really a, that's it's really tough because I'm not in that situation. You yeah. just you just never know, and anything can happen. But like like uh, to answer your question, if I did have like a preference of where I wanted to go, it probably would be somewhere like I'll probably play for Dion. Just cause he, he, yeah, he like a, he like an idol. He one of the best to ever play the game. State of Florida, you feel me? DB, you feel me? Okay. Come yeah. on. So it's just like, and then also either that or go like to a power, like another power five school, of course, where the competition is a lot, a lot more uh, heavier there. Okay. All right. Just to That's showcase right. my talent for sure. So basically, depending on the situation, you may have to roll. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the way that I, I'm yeah. not a fan of the NIL, yeah. but. You really don't have to make the pros now. You don't. Because these dudes, I mean, <laughs> if Xerox paper want to give you a meal, they're going to give you a meal. And that, that's Man, that. And I try to tell people, yeah, everybody, like, respect to the people who got drafted. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they cry on TV. This is the moment I've always wanted to, you know, yeah. it's the money. Because you're changing, you. you're changing. Your life, your, your people's cha- lives. Yeah. Come on. It's, it, the dream is to play football, but we really going for the money. At the end of the day. Yeah. Hundred percent. Always is my biggest dream to play football. No, you just come get on. my family yeah, out of the situation. Man, you know, if you don't man. mess it up, you gonna be good. Exactly. You gonna be I'm good. I'm trying to tell you. All right. Cause don't nobody truly, truly. They, which I, I could be wrong, but a lot of people don't really truly love the game. No, nah, man. Cause it's I, so much that happens during. Like you got injuries, you got to run, blood, sweat, tears. Mm-hmm. Like you say, a lot of people don't want to go through that. Like it's like I ain't gonna lie, but going to college, man. It showed, it showed a lot. Like, yeah. like it showed, do you really love this sport? Like, do you really want to play it? Like, yeah. some 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 workouts, it's like, they like, it's like why are they doing this? Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen the stadium like, workouts. This ain't got nothing to do yeah. with football. We just running tired. Yeah. We out there dead. But, but you just going to have those days. And like I said, you got to be dismissed. It's all the mind game in football. It's all mine. They're just like, even even the talent. Even the talent. It ain't about the talent, for real. You, you could be the fastest. You could, you, you could be the slowest. At the end of the day, it's about your mind. Yeah. It's all mine. Because at the end of the day, you got to watch film. They doing like the same. They, exactly, they doing the same stuff. So it ain't about the speed, about what they doing. It's about would you be in the right place at the right time. So preparedness. Preparedness, yeah. exactly. Yes, it sir. makes sense, man, because some, some of the guys I watch, they're not the fastest, mm-hmm. but they watch enough tape and Come enough on. tendencies on their opponent. They're going to beat you to the spot. Exactly. It's all about angles. Yeah. The football field only is so big. It's all about angles. How you take and then, it. And then it's, it's about discipline, and then it's about consistently. As you're doing it on a consistent basis, you got to always be on time, going to meetings, be early, be, first, be, be first out yeah. on the field. Yeah, doing the little things. It's all about the little stuff. It's all the little things when it comes to football. It ain't the big, the big things in the game. That's the plays you make. Yeah. It's all the little thing. What you doing behind closed doors to get ready for that? Absolutely. That's like that sound like Dion. Okay, yeah. all right. So let me. That, that's going. That's going to lead into my next question. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what you what you got going on right now? You said you're a trainer. Yeah. You're training some uh, yeah. some some kids and some other people and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the spare time. What? Where do you see yourself in ten years? Mm. Well, I see myself shoot really having a family, being wealthy, being healthy. Yeah. Being healthy, but but when it comes to when it comes to questions like that, I kind of try to not to think about what's what my future gonna be in ten years because I'm worried about today. It's about the now. What you doing right now? 
gonna prepare you prepare. for the future. Yeah. Exactly. So I I kind of think about what I'm doing today and what I could do to help myself get better each and every day. Okay. All right. That's what's up. You know, we spoke behind closed doors. Absolutely. You did say you wanted to do some clothing. Yeah. Clothing absolutely. Design. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got all that in motion right now. I'm st I'm still working on like my design and stuff like. But I know everything gonna take time. Yeah. Everything is a time. process. Everything in this world is a process. So mm -hmm. I know it's gonna take me some time. So I just gotta keep going. Like I say, it's all about discipline and consistency. So I just gotta keep going and keep my head focused. I, I, I I'm a part time actor and I've been to Atlanta a couple of times. I've been on a couple of shows and somebody told me. Uh, a saying that Oprah used to say: "Don't get ready, be ready." Be ready. And you, at all and you time. said the same thing Just at all times. Be prepared, man. At all times. Okay. All right. Last question. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as uh, like I got a couple of coaching friends and stuff like that. I got a shout out to Morocco Brown. He was the uh, GM for a couple of NFL teams, stuff like okay. that. So, do you see yourself venturing into? coaching or that particular field later on in life though like give it a shot i do i actually do because i always i do i always want to go back and pour and pour what i got into into like different people you know what i learned and what, what i experienced throughout my time playing football because i didn't play football since i was six years old yeah i'm 24 now that's almost 20 years so. and football that's, football in jacksonville like church they go hand in hand yeah i'm trying to yeah. tell you so yeah, yeah I, I definitely think about coaching for sure just like like i said before i'm training now so i'm actually getting myself prepared for that in the future okay and what's the name of your uh your company oh uh, right now it's called stop blinking just to keep stop your, blinking yeah keep your eyes open be okay. prepared for anything is there uh i'm gonna share this podcast so is there a website or a number that they can call you at uh right now i don't have any of that right okay. now set up right now but i do have an instagram is stop blinking one or you can follow my main instagram at i am underscore djm all right say that one more time uh stop blinking one mm -hmm. or you can follow my main instagram at i am underscore djm there you go ladies and gentlemen you heard it first you yes, heard it sir. first follow this young man follow this young man so before we end this interview mm -hmm. um I'm going to get your unbiased opinion on two things. Yeah. First of all, you a Jags fan? Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> I would have to say, yes, I am to an extent. Just because okay. they hometown. Home I got to rep yeah, the home yeah. team. But I'm more of, I, I like the Ravens because Ray yeah. Lewis, Ed Reed. I watch guys like that. And, you know, of course, Lamar Jackson there now. You know, yeah, he in Florida. Florida. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I like the Ravens. That's, that's probably, I'll say the Ravens my team. That's my next but, question. But, yeah, that's one and two. Ravens and, and the Jaguars. So, what what's your prediction this weekend? Um, Give me the, the prediction. We're going to. Go through both games. Yeah, the Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got and why? Ravens because I want Lamar to win the Super Bowl. I want, <laughs> I want Lamar, to, so I got Lamar winning it all. I got the Ravens winning it all. Okay. I hope they win it all. all I right. want somebody different. I just want somebody different. That's how, that's how I feel with all. But I be wanting difference. I be wanting different stuff. Yeah. I, I be tired of seeing the, the same people. Yeah, I be tired of seeing the same people. It's just like Bama key, like when Bama was winning. Come on, yeah. it's time for new teams to get up, get on board. <laughs> Come on, let's let's recruit better. Some. Yeah, All right. so I want the Ravens to win. I definitely want to see Lamar win him a Super Bowl for sure. Okay. Would you consider Lamar to be Hall of Fame? That boy elite. He's elite. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not just with a group up here. Now, he's elite, but if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, is he a Hall of Famer, though? Like, uh, let me, let I me, think let he's me just see. missing one thing. Let me see. Are there, are there Hall of Famers without Super Bowls? Yeah. There is, but that's see, that's the answer, right? Dude. Okay, all right. That's okay. my answer. Right. I feel like he could be a holiday because shoot, what, what's his winning percentage right now? He, he, he no, he, he, no, he's he on track. No, Lamar's on track. Yeah. The thing, the thing about like I'm not, I'm a, I'm a Lamar fan, but people say I hate Lamar, but <laughs> no, I don't hate Lamar. I want to see Lamar, and I'm glad this offense that he yeah. he's in is maturing his arm. Absolutely. Because I'm one of those guys when I first saw Lamar. It was like option football. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm glad he's which actually showing everybody he can throw yeah. now. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? Everybody got their strengths and weaknesses. Exactly. That's he's his developing. strength. He's that, developing that was now. his strength, which it still is his strength now. Yeah. But he's, like I said, you getting better. You get yeah. better throughout time. He's been in the league for what? Six years now? Six years, yeah. Exactly. He's probably been and about 12 you either, years. You either going to get better or you going to fall. You going to exactly. fall the rest. So yeah. what he doing, I, he doing tremendous. I think the he coaching... Jim Harbaugh got his back. A lot of coaches would have just bailed out. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, because Jim, Jim Harbaugh's under fire. Yeah. They got to yeah. win a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All right. So, that, that's, I, I like that. I appreciate Absolutely. that, man. No problem. Um, next game, the Detroit Lions versus the San Francisco 49ers. That's actually going to be a good one. I actually be physical. I heard that they got a little beef going on, too. 
What do you mean? Oh, uh, uh, what with Debo and uh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> seen that online, man. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I actually won't. I think the Lions might pull it off. Lions got a good young you team too, over man. there. Yeah, Lions got a great team over there. Like they the do. Boys good. Yeah, them boys young too. That's I think. Another. I think the, I'm with you. On, I'm with mm-hmm. you on that because I think the Lions. It's one thing you can do. And I didn't really realize, but you can actually run on San Francisco. Yeah. And the Ravens ran on them. Yeah. The Packers ran on them. Yeah. And really, the uh, Lions was really a combination. Man, them boys got Minus a young, Jared good Goff team. Running. But them boys got a good team over yeah. there. Them yeah. boys got some talent over there. Yeah. I actually want, I want, I want the Lions and the Ravens. Ravens, that'll be that's, a good It's just a different Super Bowl. It's yeah. just different. I'm that's, tired of everybody going to the, like, Pat Mahomes, cool. If he make it, I'm like, it's the same old. Man, we need two different teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't want to see because everybody talk about the 49ers. Yeah. Nobody talk about the, the Lions. Mm-hmm. So now I said, once they go, everybody they're gonna start. And, and how old are you? I'm 24. See, I just turned 24. Oh, happy birthday, bro! Yeah, I appreciate okay. that. December 29th. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that see, you was too young. You you probably heard about it, but mm-hmm. I'm 46. I've been there for the ugly years of the Lions. When they was 0-16, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. The 80s and 90s good. and 2000 Lions, bro, <laughs> that that was ugly times right yeah. there. Minus Barry, with Barry uh-huh. Sanders and all that, it was some ugly football going on. Shoot, it's but, still been ugly. You ain't yeah. heard nothing about them until this year. Them boys, yeah. boys came up. Yeah. I'm just hoping this year they can do what they do yeah. and they still repeat it next yeah. year. I don't want to flash in the pan. Exactly. That's what usually happened with the Lions. The yeah. Lions are good one year and they trash the next year. Yeah. So hopefully that culture is... is, is um, they definitely in the right baby. direction. They going in the right direction. Yes, sir. Sure. Yes, sir. And uh, you said you got a client that you're actually uh, working out at yeah. 6 p.m. today? Yes, sir. I do. Okay. So, um, like we were talking off the mic, you said basically your client's um, as long as it's an open field, you're available. Hey, as long as it's an open field. At the end of the day, football going to be football no matter where you play. Rain, sleet, or snow. We out there. Okay. All right, man. Well, hey, that wraps it up for our monster interview. DJ, I want to appreciate you, man. You're more than welcome to come by the studio at any time, man. I ain't had no snacks today or no, nothing no, like that, bro. Good, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Yes, sir. Listen, yes, appreciate sir. Appreciate that. And we're on the same side of town, so we'll, we'll definitely link up for interview okay. part two. To get you uh, to see your business, how yeah. you operate with the clients and stuff like that. Is there anything you want to say to the people out there, real quick? Hey man, stay blessed. Just stay blessed. Yes keep, sir. Stay focused. Stay blessed. Stay focused. Stay blessed. Yes keep sir. Keep going. Yes, keep sir. going. All right. Hey, that's the Czar. This is the Wyatt Podcast. We are out.